I am feeling great today. I'm feeling great, well, every day, but I'm feeling really great these days. I've been starting to go to the gym, which, you know, you hear that and you think like, okay, the guy's going to the gym, but remember, 23 years I practiced a behavior of pure destruction to my mind, body, and soul, and something as small as the gym is huge for me. It's, It's incredible because never had that sort of structure in my life that kind of discipline that's what it is it's discipline and i i love it it's it's incredible it's it's discipline that i place within myself but it's a discipline from an avenue of love because i'm a student of life and i'm constantly learning so even when i go to the gym like i'm i'm just taking everything in as just education and it's so cool cuz i know nothing about anything i know nothing about the machines I know nothing about the weights. I haven't even gotten near those yet. Uh, I'm, I'm on the machines and, and I'm lifting the, the weight ones, but I'm not shy to ask for help. I, I go to the community center, which was another whole you know, thing to get used to. Like I go to the community center. I have, a, I have a community center pass, a monthly pass. I swim every other day that I don't go to the gym. I don't know. I feel like I feel normal. You want the truth? I mean, that's, it's it's like, I don't want to say that I'm, you know, normal, because like, what defines normal? Normal is like what everyone else does. But for me, it's weird, because it's not normal for me, which I absolutely love, because I don't like doing things that are normal, because if everybody's following everyone, it's not for me. But this kind of thing is cool. I really like it. You know, I go to the community center, I, I go to the gym, and I ask for help in the gym and the people in there are super nice i mean the ladies and, and the guys that are working behind the counter like i i told them my whole story you know they know they're like man that's that's pretty cool that's crazy like you're you're here you're doing it i'm like yeah for sure but i need help <laughs> i need you to help me understand some things so i can grow more into an alignment with my mind body and soul and i mean that's what we're here to do like that's what this is all about the alignment of mind body and soul Our body's an easy one. All we have to do is take care of the vessel by watching what we put in it and keeping active. Yoga is a beautiful thing. That's something else that I I do every morning is yoga. And I I don't get crazy about it. I don't put rules on it. I don't make it work. It's just something that my body has really embraced. And it took me a while to find the right thing that would work for me because, you know, I like to rush into everything, but becoming mindful of, of things and slowing down and thinking before we do things is is some of the best advice I can give you. Our mind has just taught us to rush into everything because of the way society moves. It, it, it moves quite quickly without thinking, but becoming mindful will have you slow down and think before you do things, which is incredible because then you don't do the wrong thing. You don't lose passion. You don't lose inspiration. You don't give up because you know, you're like, okay, I got to attack this from a different angle. So yeah, with the yoga... I was just trying to find ones that would work for me, you know, and I, I recently did. And I feel so good. It, it just comes so naturally, like to wake up my body and to, to stretch out my body. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I do breath work as well in the morning. It's fantastic, man. Wim Hof has a guided breath work practice and it's really good. It's really good. It's only 10 minutes. It's uh, three rounds of some breathing. And he describes to you like what it does for your body and like how it alkalizes your blood. It's it's really cool. And if nothing else, like the meditative state that you come 
out of after you do the 10 minute breath work it's really magical and because you're completely in the present moment like it's it's super cool what breath work can do it's it's something that's fantastic and move at your own pace you know what i mean these are things that i have accumulated into my life and have just sort of structured recently actually you know what i don't believe structure is the word for it because just this morning i was like man my life just flows these days like I just flow, like I, I structure certain things with how the podcast has to come out, editing, but removing like time frames and pressure and, and stress is so beautiful. Like to flow with life through the objectives that you hope to complete for the day is beautiful, man. And when you recognize that and you become aware of it, oh man, like I practice a no stress life. Like I don't, I don't have fear, anxiety and stress, but the levels that can come after that are just very zen. I, I feel like zen is the word to use. It's just a beautiful thing. You know, love is is all of this. Love is mindfulness. Love is awareness. Love is the ability to think for yourself through understanding. It's kindness. It's empathy. It's compassion. It's all these incredible things. And it's a practice. The understanding and the unfoldment of love is continuous it just grows and grows and grows and grows for just two and a half years ago getting out of prison homeless i put my life and everything in it in its right place by creating love at the core of everything i do i centralize it there i centralize love in the core of everything i do and it's beautiful. And that practice comes through honesty, authenticity, accountability, responsibility, all these beautiful things. But the biggest thing that alleviated me from so much of this fear, anxiety, and stress, and so much emotion and dense energy that I carried with me was forgiveness. And I'm really proud of you for being here today to listen to some advice on forgiveness. Because I'll never tell you what to do. You have to arrive at the destination on your own. That's the biggest thing about what we're doing here. I just offer tools of guidance, things that worked throughout my experience. And I mean, let's be real, my journey was quite a journey. And it's a beautiful one because using the tools and, and the things that I speak of, I alleviated myself from all the emotional trauma, from all the fear, anxiety, stress. I live in the present moment with love at the core of the center of my being. I am love. I've become love. And I get to share and grow in that. So it's a beautiful space and I think that that's the thing that I, I try to encourage most. Like Most people are just tired. They're tired of, of not having passion and inspiration and they don't know the answers to the question of what feeds their soul. That breaks the programming, that question. That's a good question. And I love asking kids that because planting that seed in the mind of a child, 13, 15, usually is the minds that I'm hitting, it's just as relevant for you, whatever age you are. You know, what feeds your soul? What do you love to do? Not what you do for money. You know, there's no surface talk in this podcast. It's not about that. Up in here, it's real talk. And I want you to have that talk with yourself. A lot of what I speak of is, is something that you should be having a conversation with yourself. And it's okay if you've arrived at whatever age you are and you don't know the answers to that question because that's actually the most beautiful part that from this day forward in this present moment, you get to do that. And that's what happened to me in that prison cell with everything that I, all the emotional traumas that I carried 
with me along my journey, losing my kids so much, self-abuse with not thinking I was good enough or not understanding love, not understanding communication. So many things that I did in my life, just so many lies I told myself. All of that was very dense, dense energy. Regret, shame, guilt. I held on to those things. Like regret was like one of my best friends. And it just kept telling me it's okay because the way that we will not feel is by using drugs. And I came to realize in that prison cell that that was worth nothing. That's what happened to me in that jail cell is I looked at everything that had brought me there, all that dense energy, regret, shame, guilt, from all the things that I didn't love about myself, and I beat myself up in ways that just were detrimental to my growth because I'd finally found a place where I was tired of being. I was tired of going nowhere in my life spiritually. I want you to think about that for a second. Spirituality is completely detached from religion. Spirituality is love. I want you to think of it like that because that's what it is and I know it very well. I've come to understand it very, very well and I'm growing within it. It is the spiritual unfoldment of love within yourself. I had no idea what that was. This understanding of trying to give love a chance, trying to love myself. No one taught me how to do that. And a lot of the people around me weren't doing it either. I saw everyone pretending and I knew they were. I just didn't know why they were. And when I'd looked at all the things that had brought me to that place in that prison cell, I knew what I had to do. I knew the only way I was gonna move forward was if I forgave myself. Forgave myself for everything I had done because if I held on to one ounce of anything, I wasn't gonna grow. And I needed to grow because I had hit a bottom in my life. Now my bottom was in prison. My bottom was losing my whole family. My bottom was losing my house, my kids. And then my bottom became losing myself. Now we don't have to lose ourselves inside of a prison cell. We can find out that we've lost ourselves sitting in a home where there's no love with children that are neglected, doing a job that just pays us. We can arrive at that destination in a different place other than a jail cell. The real beauty is accepting that you've hit that place and no longer are you going to pretend anymore because then everything that I've talked about in the beginning of these podcasts will be for you because this is how I move through it. Forgiveness was one of the biggest things that happened for me. Once I forgave myself and I decided, okay, Whatever Justin was for 36 years before, Justin was. Because today, Justin's a new man. I'm somebody different. And I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be authentic because from today, this present moment, this is the only day that matters. And I meant it. And I had to do that in prison. But that was part of my test. That was part of my journey to prove to myself if I was going to remain honest and authentic and become love because that's what love is. It's being real with yourself, right? You can't be real with other people until you're real with yourself and that's a fact. And it's a beautiful thing to get real with yourself. Have conversations with yourself. Stop making excuses. 
and look at the reasons why we make excuses. Most times they're because we don't want to have difficult conversations. You know what? In jail, I had a bunch of difficult conversations with myself. I did. You know, it was all right. It was all right that I was using drugs. It was all right that I wasn't there for my children. It was all right that I'd lied to so many people. It was all right that I'd stole things that weren't mine. It was all right that I'd hurt people around me. You know why? Because it brought me to this present moment of understanding and awareness. It's okay. It was totally okay. That's difficult to hear or process for some people because it's like, how could he do that? Well, I can tell you the reason I detached from all of that emotion was so I could let that stuff go and I could grow and I could grow past it. I had to, man, because I was tired and I'm not alone. Many people be tired about where they are today. They don't understand why they're not happy. And really, the result of all that is you got to forgive yourself for not speaking your truth. It's okay. It's totally okay. We've just been taught that, you know? It's just learned behavior. Most of the people that brought us into this world, they didn't speak their truth either. And they struggled today to do that. And it was learned behavior from their parents. So that's okay too. But you know what's the beautiful thing about life is that it's yours. And you have a choice to do whatever you want to do. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to do something different and walk your own path. Because that's what I did. And I'm not special. I'm not unique. I just was a human who was tired of people telling me how I got to live my life. Or showing me how I got to live my life. It's a big part of what it is, right? I mean, when we walk our own path, it takes a little bit of courage. It takes a little bit of bravery. Because a lot of the people that surround you will go away. A lot of the things that you were talking about and that you liked will change very quickly because they won't serve a purpose for the higher self. They just don't. <laughs> I mean, if we're having conversations about judgment, division, and buying things to try and fill a void, it, it has no place in spirituality with love. There is no room for that. It's just a reality. And it's totally cool, man. Trust me, it's totally cool when you don't have to... You know, how many people go and buy stuff because they're bored? Or they buy something to feel something. When they take that item off or that item gets parked in the garage or whatever it may be, they're left with that feeling again. And the beautiful things about that, I talk about it as a way to get through that. It's a way to leave that stuff in the past. Let it go. Process it. Find the education within it. And let it go. It's such a beautiful thing when you forgive yourself. But I'll tell you the other aspect of this. The other aspect of this is forgiving everyone else for everything that they did to you. That's a beautiful thing. That's a really beautiful thing because it's very difficult if you make it difficult. Because a lot of us want to hold on to pride. We say we have a sense of pride about us. How would I ever admit that that I was wrong when I know they were wrong? Really? What's the point of that? So it can break you down emotionally, mentally, and physically? Because we all know that if anyone's held on to some sort of regret, guilt, sensation of pride, you understand that the damage within that emotion, what the effects of that are. I mean, let's be real, right? I won't admit when I'm wrong. That's not a good place to be. I know people that will not apologize. They refuse to say they're sorry. And I feel so sorry for them. And I'll also tell you this. They have a lot of emotional and mental and physical problems because I know they carry it. it. It's just human nature to be compassionate and empathetic and sympathetic, but we've been taught not to do that. 
because a display of emotion or admitting when we're wrong is not something that's socially acceptable in some places. Why, I do not know, but it's just learned behavior from the individuals that taught them that, whatever it may be. But that's completely damaging to the growth of a human, you know, to be not be able to say you're sorry or I forgive you or, or accept forgiveness by another individual is just pure poison to the development of spirituality and love within the human. It is. It, it creates a block for growth. And it's a very simple thing to do, but we make it very difficult. That's the thing. Humans be complicated. Life is simple, man. <laughs> life is so simple. And it, it's through the simplicity of life that I've really arrived at this awareness and this understanding. I've simplified my life. A big part of what I did was move people that didn't serve the higher purpose from my higher self. And that's not a selfish thing to do. Let me tell you, anybody who's a real friend will accept that you have set boundaries for your personal growth because they will understand that your personal growth is paramount to anything else because to be the best version of yourself is something that we should all want for each other and encourage and be ready for that individual if they so need you along that path because that's what it means to be a friend. So for me, I had to move a lot of that stuff out of my way because A, I didn't know what it meant to be a friend and, and B, I was, I was on a journey. I was on a journey of self-discovery, so I couldn't have any attachments to anything, anything to hold me back. In that jail cell, I died. I died in this physical life, and I became reborn. That's a reality. That is an absolute reality, and you know why I died? is because I was sick and tired of being where I was. The death of the human that was for 36 years is what took place in that jail cell. I was reborn a student of life with love at the core of his being and I allowed that into my body. I asked it into my body actually. I, I asked love to enter my body and it took over me. What happened in that prison cell is kind of incredible. I was reading a book about a biker who had lived a very similar life to mine. It was very heavy. and. The book just explained his journey and part of his destination to finding love as well. And some of the words that he spoke were, he asked love into his heart. And I did that as well, reading that book. And I can tell you, as soon as I surrendered and I asked love into my heart, my whole life changed right there and then. My whole body started vibrating it felt like I was floating. I wasn't. It was just a high vibrational frequency. And I had a wash of peace and love that came over my entire body like I've never felt in my life. Like I'm telling you, it was it was the craziest thing that happened. It was absolutely incredible. I was at a low, low point when I was reading that book because the things that this guy was talking about, what he'd lost, himself, life, everything, I was there as well. I didn't even know who I was anymore. And he said that he had asked love into his heart. He'd surrendered and asked love into his heart. I did the same thing. And in that moment, bang, right there and then, I changed. It was so beautiful. It was so magical. So if you are at a place where, you know, the things that I'm speaking of are, are resonating with you, find a quiet place. It's okay to be emotional. 
and it's okay to surrender. I mean, when you surrender, like I can only speak to myself, but when I surrendered, man, I had tears running down my face because no one answered the phone for me. Nobody cared anymore. Nobody, like nobody cared. And it really didn't matter if anyone else cared. I stopped caring. Like, and I thought like, is this what human life is? Like, I just got to go and struggle and struggle and struggle and struggle. I didn't realize that it was me who doing it. I mean, just because it became so habitual, it just became something that you do. And I'd lost myself. And man, when you lose yourself, like, and like I said, it doesn't have to be in a prison cell. It can be in a home. It can be in an office. It can be anywhere to come to this awareness and this understanding. But when you know you are not happy, it's easy to surrender. It really is. It's, it's really easy because you find a moment in a quiet place with just you and something else. Because I can promise you there is something else going on here. And it's spirituality. So you just call it whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? The words don't have to be perfect. You just get real with you and something else. Your understanding of whatever spirituality is. I can tell you if you are looking for spirituality, it's pure love. It doesn't come with rules and restrictions and boundaries because it has understanding. So spirituality is a very beautiful thing and a big way to get there is with forgiveness. You got to do that. You got to forgive yourself first and then you forgive everyone else. These are the things I did in these moments when all this happened for me. They told me I had a 0.01% chance of making it by getting off all the pharmaceutical medication they put me on. I'd had enough because love had accepted me and I had accepted it. And then they told me I had a 0.01% chance that I would be back because for 23 years I practiced the same behavior and 0.01% of people actually make it. I told my doctor he shouldn't limit people. So he should take a good look at me because I would never be back. And then I was going to change things for other people is what I told him. And that's all I know. Because love is growth. It's unity. It's community and it's connection. It's honest. It's authentic and it's kind. It comes with compassion and empathy and sympathy for everyone. It's so beautiful, but you got to know those things in yourself first. And you can do that by surrendering to love. And I mean, it, it's free. Like, it's free. All you have to do is get real with yourself and take time to have enough of, of where you're at and view the world from a different perspective. Shut your television off, limit the social media, and get real with yourself. Go outside and look at the stars. Appreciate the trees. Appreciate the food you eat. It's all part of it. We're not here to work nine to five jobs. It's all a trick. All that's to make money for people who don't need it so that they can control us. It's just a reality. I mean, if we were living in a world that was for the people, the world would be much different. But we live in a world that's for profit. And when things are for profit, people lose. And I'm not about it. Because love is something that doesn't know loss. It only knows community and connection. And every single human being is as important as the next one. And there are no levels. 
because we're all the same. We're human beings, a part of the human race, living guests on planet Earth. And that's such a beautiful thing to know and understand. And many of these human beings are at different places in their life. So for us to adopt love into our lives so we can share that love and light with other people and help them grow and help them encourage is how we grow the collective consciousness. That's how we change the world. Many people look at the world as being something that's heavy and they're ready to watch it burn. But let me tell you something. You're ready to watch the world burn, you're going to get burnt. You got kids? You got grandkids? You're okay with them getting burnt? Not me. I can walk through the fire. I walked out of hell, man. I've been to hell. I have. I literally believed when I was a drug addict, there was periods of my time I, I, I thought, I'm like, this is hell. This is this idea of hell. This has got to be it. Maybe heaven is something that come out, comes later. No. No. You just got to change the way you see it. And then it all changes. Because I know today if there's an idea of heaven, I'm living in it. I'm living in it. Regardless of what's going on in the world, the world has taken a long time to create this tool of control or this mechanism of manipulation that's in place today that has our attention and our thoughts and what's, what's good for other people, right? But that's a choice. It's all a choice to take that in. And I choose not to because I know who I am and I know where I'm going and I know what I'm doing. And I do everything with kindness and love and compassion. I wouldn't hurt nobody. And I wouldn't take nothing from nobody. And if somebody needs something on the street, I'm going to help that person. Maybe it's just time. Money is just so irrelevant. The only thing it's relevant for is spiritual growth. And sometimes that means i got to give a guy some money. I'll buy him some food. And see him for the human being that he is. Because I know he's struggling. Because I know what it's like to be sad. I know what it's like to be alone. And I know what it's like to not be seen and heard. But love, love will see you. Love will hear you. And love will grow with you to a place that you'll just be growing it within everyone else around you. Because it is such an amazing, wonderful thing to be a part of. It's so much more than an emotion. This idea we have of love that we need to obtain it from another person is crazy. Because that's just what you've been taught. And that's what the people that taught you were taught so that's just part of reality but let me tell you something once you come to understand love on your own terms you accept yourself you become honest and authentic and accountable and responsible for all that you do and you forgave yourself and everyone else you're going to be in a cool place man because the application of self-love will begin to grow inside of you and it becomes very very relevant and it is not selfish it is a requirement for personal growth. And we're going to talk about that next week. Self-love is an absolutely beautiful thing to be a part of because it is so much more than bath bombs and getting your hair done. So any of you that be, be thinking that, forget that for a second here. You know, I can appreciate taking some time for yourself for the external, fine. But the work we're going to do on the inside, you're going to change your life for the better. Because you're going to understand what it means to love yourself. Be kind to yourself. And forgiveness is just such an amazing part of life. It just allows us to be free. I can't stress that enough. Like I can't really encourage you enough to just forgive yourself for everything. All the choices you made. All the consequences of those choices. Let them be. Whatever is, is. There's no sense in trying to change things that you can't. You know what I mean? 
you have to accept the things you can't change. So when you accept the things you can't change, then you arrive at the present moment. It's like, okay, well, who am I going to be from this point forward? Because now you've got a clean slate. You forgive yourself. You forgave everyone else. That's huge. It's huge. But you have to do this in its entirety. Like, again, remember, step number two is being honest. So if we're being honest with ourselves and we forgive those and we forgive ourselves, then that's it. You let go of everything else. Letting go is a big, big part of this. Once you process something, once you become honest and authentic and you're willing to process it, you've got to let it go. It does not serve no purpose in the present moment for it to resurface because you know what? You're cool with it. And forgiveness is a big application in that step of letting go because once you've let go, you're good. I let go of the emotion. I forgave myself. Yeah, I know that I made difficult choices in my life. Yes, I know that I obstructed some emotional health within other people. Of course I did. I made difficult choices in my life that affected other people. Yeah, that happened. But you know what? I'm not that human today. And let me tell you something. People don't even believe me when I tell them that I was a, a drug addict for as long as I was and all the things that I did. They, they, they don't believe me. And that's kind of a cool thing. Because in that jail cell, when I decided to be somebody different in that present moment two and a half years later, I know I am. Because I, I don't just talk. I practice the things I talk about. And I take action. And if I'm learning along the way that, let's say, sometimes I say things and I'm like, ooh, I don't like how that came out. I'm going to change that. It's okay to be aware of that and understand in your spiritual unfoldment, in this unfoldment of this new human, this reborn human, it's okay to make mistakes. It's absolutely okay to make mistakes, but catch them because a lesson not learned will be repeated. And if you're not learning, you're not being honest because that's real. I have, I've learned some very difficult lessons even after coming out of the addiction. I've had to learn how to relive. And through that, I had so many bad behaviors from throughout my addiction that um, I, I learned some difficult lessons since being reborn, you know? So don't beat yourself up, but you learn from it. I learned from it very quickly and I applied it into my life and it just helps me grow to a higher evolution of self. And I know you can get there too. I believe in you. I'm super proud of you. Again, always mad love, much love for all of you that are taking steps to grow to something more. Thank you. I really mean that. Thank you for listening to something that might help you grow. You know, I, I just, I really appreciate it. I want you really to appreciate yourself. Like that's a big part of this, man, is an appreciation of self. And that again, we're going to talk about with self-love because that's a wonderful place to plead when you give yourself gratitude and peace and all. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. So we'll leave it there. My social media is Real Talk for an Unreal World. My YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram is under that name. My Twitter is Real Talk, the number four, Unreal. And if you have any questions or concerns or something you want to talk about, kids stuff, parenting, whatever it may be, addiction, recovery, whatever, anything in life, like new job, relationship, doesn't matter, email me, realtalkforanunrealworld at gmail.com and I'll help you out. I give my time for free because love is free and I can do that right now and I, and I appreciate you and I appreciate everyone and, you know, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this and thank you for listening and thank you for being a human being, part of the human race, and accepting me as much as I accept you. Much love. Have a good week.